Hello new listeners, and welcome back to old listeners, to A History of Hannibal, Episode 1, Introduction. I am Jamie Redford, creator of the The History of Nationalism in Ireland podcast, which is on hold indefinitely, and A History of Alexander the Great, which has been finished. And if you like this, I'm sure you will like that too. I will be your host for this series, as we explore the life and career of everyone's favourite Carthaginian general, and use it to tell the larger story of the Punic Wars. In this brief introductionary episode, I will give you an overview of the series, what we will cover, and briefly cover our two main sources for the period. My apologies in advance for any pronunciations I butcher. Well, as I've just said, this is going to be a very short introduction to give you a flavour of the topic, and then next week we'll get deeper into the topic by looking at the constitution of Rome, and then looking at Carthage, their worldviews, and their pre-Punic War relationship. Then we'll kick-start the historical narrative with the First Punic War, which may take a few episodes to cover. We'll then cover the period between the First and Second Punic Wars, formally bringing Hannibal into the narrative. We'll cover the causes of the Second Punic War, and follow Hannibal and the Romans, from the march across the Alps to Cannae, and then bring events up to speed in the other theatres of the war. Spain, Sicily, Sardinia, Greece, and Africa. We'll then take events from Cannae to around Rome's recapture of Capua, and then roughly the same period in the other theatres of the war. We'll then do the same cycle from around Rome's recapture of Capua, before covering the other theatres up to the end of the war. We'll then finish off by looking at Hannibal's post-Punic War life, and concluding, before looking at the Third Punic War as an epilogue. Now we have that covered, what sources will we be using? I make use of a good variety of secondary literature. A particular favourite of mine is Rome Against Carthage by Frank Dory. I will mention specific sources when I use them, but as we know nothing compares to the primary sources, and our two major sources are Polybius and Livy. Born in Megalopolis, Arcadia, Greece, in the late 3rd century BC, and dying in 120 BC, Polybius lived to see Roman domination of the East, and thus wrote his histories to explain the Romans to his fellow Greeks. He's a very useful source. He was friendly with many leading Romans of the day, and was the mentor of Scipio Aemilianus. Dory makes the point that educators often overestimate their own influence, so perhaps we should take Polybius's role as Scipio Aemilianus's mentor with a pinch of salt though he was in fact present with Aemilianus at Carthage for the Third Punic War, seeing evidence first-hand. He very much enjoyed seeing evidence first-hand, visiting battle sites and finding the official treaties. He was very proud of this fact. While he felt historians should certainly use documents to write their history, they should see the sites, the towns, the rivers that they are writing about, they should be involved in politics. Basically, the whole kit and caboodle. I would agree with Polybius that actually doing it 
would make one a better historian. Though I hope that you, my fair listener, and dear old Polybius, will forgive me if I don't try herding thirty elephants over the Alps in the midwinter to write this history. On the other hand, Livy was born at Pavatium, the modern Powder, in 59 BC. Little is known of his life, but we do know that he enjoyed the friendship of the Emperor Augustus, even being a tutor to the future Emperor Claudius. While it is true he was writing well after the period we'll be covering, it would be the equivalent of me writing a history of the Napoleonic Wars. No one would consider it first-hand information. But, as ancient historians, we take what we can get, and Livy is one of the better sources. It is a frequent complaint by authors of the fall of the Republic that we do not have Livy's work for that period. We must settle for Appian and Plutarch, are we using Pollio, who we do no longer have? Livy's History of Rome was originally 142 books long. Of these, only 35 have survived. But, luckily for us, 10 of those books are 21 through 30, which cover Hannibal's War. The first five charting his rise, and the second five charting his decline. Livy, like many ancient historians, was writing history as a morality tale. He says, The study of history is the best medicine for a sick mind. So, we must be careful of this. It is something the historian often does face. He also wrote to tell a good story of what he considered to be the greatest nation on earth. Not too dissimilar from what I'm doing. Telling a good story. Something Livy does very well. His description of Hannibal crossing the Alps is a very good read. Well, there you have it. A flavour of our sources, whom we shall no doubt be seeing a lot more of in the coming months. Remember, the fun doesn't stop here. Check out the website, thehistoryofpodcast.blogspot.com The Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash thehistoryofpodcast the Twitter page, twitter.com forward slash the history of pod. I highly recommend you get involved. We've quite a nice community there. There is also a Facebook group called History Podcasts, which is for podcasters and podcast listeners. I'm on there, as are history podcasters Jamie Jeffers, Mark Shouse, Jordan Harbour, Ray Harris, Rob Kane, and Finn Dewar. So, go check that out. We also have a Tumblr page and a Google Plus page, links to which can be found on the website. There is the YouTube channel, where there are a series of YouTube videos teaching you the basics of Latin. I think they are very good if I do so so myself. Very enjoyable too. You can find that at youtube.com forward slash the history of podcast. And if you wish to email me for, well any reason really don't be shy it's the history of podcast at gmail.com thank you very much to you peter john ross for the music and thanks to you for listening i'll see you next week as we delve into the roman constitution oh yes it's good to be back <laughs>